0: telling us to enjoy it while they're young. But our days are filled with chaos and stress and cooking and endless laundry piles. Where's the time to enjoy anything? Yeah, that's what I always thought too. There's so much I have to do. When do I find time for peace and joy and happiness when I barely have time to sleep? Mama, it's time for a shift. You can be a happy mom. Yeah, it's possible. If I can, you can. Trust me. I've been a mess. I've been depressed. I've been overwhelmed. I've been to the bottom of the pits. And I've risen. I've grown. I've bloomed. And it all started when I realized I didn't have to anything. I get to. It is my privilege and my honor and my divine responsibility to be the queen of my home. It's not a burden. I'm not the janitor and the lunch lady. I'm in charge. I'm the ruler. I'm the chaos coordinator. I'm the calm in the storm. I don't have to anything. I get to. So do you. So let's rise, mamas. Adjust your crown. Accept your responsibility. And change the effing world. It's all in the way you choose to see it. You're listening to I Get to, the podcast with Brittany Clarkson. That's me. Hello, my beautiful, beautiful friend. I'm so happy you're here with us today. I'm just still processing so much that has come into my brain. So many things are happening right now. And honestly, right now is not the ideal time for me to be recording sound wise because I've got a heavy breathing dog in here. I've got my robot vacuum running. Kids are in and out of the house. Like, it's not perfect, ideal sound quality time. And yet, I feel I got to talk to you right now. I got to tell you um, some big, exciting news. I have opened up a wait list. Enrollment's not open yet until the end of this month, but I've opened up a wait list if you want to receive the updates and information and know, be the first to know when I open the enrollment. But the Happy Mom Method is coming at the end of this month. The Happy Mom Method is a deep dive course into every possible way I can think to help you prioritize mental health without overwhelming you more, and also including systems of thought and systems for home care routines, just ways to make all of life so much more simple, unstressing every area in the stay at home mom's life. Um, And I think it's going to be so, so amazing. And so, so helpful. Um, I have an outline done and that's it so far. So it has not even been created yet. And I will be opening that up at the end of the month at super introductory prices um, because it's, you know, an unfinished product. I'm not going to charge full price without it all being there. So you could get in at a super low rate and without paying any more, every new lesson will be added in as it's created. Um, and it's really neat to be like in the the beta um in a beta launch like this because I'm here for feedback. You get to help me create it. You get to tell me, hey, I really need this to be in the course. And if enough of you are like, yep, that would be super helpful, I'll put it in it. Uh, So that's really neat. Um, And I'm just really, really excited about that and to announce that and to let that that finally happen because it's been on my heart for so long it just never felt right yet. And having met with Ali Casaza, my business coach, um, and getting like her stamp of approval on it because I've taken all of her courses. And honestly, I'm just like, how much am I copying her? Am I like, what am I doing? Am I leaving out things that are in hers because I took hers and I don't want to like copy. Um, but like, how do I give you my audience, everything you need without feeling like I'm ever, stealing from her. And so to give her her blessing on this, her excitement about this, her stamp of approval and her just like, girl, make it, do it now. It's ready. You are ready. Um that was just that last bit I needed. <laughs> and now I'm ready and it's getting created and oh my goodness, I'm so excited for every woman to, who's going to get in on this, to get in on this. Um and to help me Create it for you. That's going to be my favorite part, I think. Um, but anyways, enough about that. The happy mom method coming the end of this month. Um, I will link in this show description, the, uh, sign up for the wait list on that. So if you want to stay up to date with, with how that's going, when things are happening, uh, be the first to know when enrollment opens, when there's lessons that are live. Um, Click that. Give me your email. Say, I want I want to know when is this happening? I need the information. Um, click that Happy Mom Method link. Get on my launch wait list. Time to move on to today's podcast topic. I was having some shower thoughts, and I didn't immediately forget them when I got out of the shower. I had these shower thoughts where I was thinking about, like, my first car and how I used to take care of my first car, the way that my dad always took care of his cars versus my current vehicle and the way that my husband takes care of his vehicles. All right. There's a big metaphor coming in here. All right. So my dad, he was in the air force for like 20 or 30 years. Um, but he was known, he got a plaque even, but he was known as like the MacGyver of his crew. Um, because he could fix anything with whatever he had. Um, like his motto was something like, use what you've got. Um, and that's that can be great. That can be so awesome sometimes. But it's kind of like he leaned his identity into that very, very much. And now he will fix everything. He will fix anything with whatever he has instead of, you know, going to the auto parts store and buying the correct part. So once upon a time, I drove a little, you know, $500 <laughs> car. Um, and it it was in good condition when I got it, but being a new driver with anxiety and with like just not, not knowing what I was doing on these old country roads... I got in a couple little fender bender accidents and my dad replaced my fender. Uh, one time my bumper fell off. My dad fixed that. Um, see what happened was my dad went to the junkyard and he got the parts that fit, but they didn't look right. It functioned, but you could tell my car had been through a lot. Um, my bumper was held on by bailing twine baling twine. That's like this really ugly orange rope that they use to bale hay with. Um, if you're not from a farming community, if you haven't grown up in the country and you don't know that yeah, baling twine is this really awful, ugly orange rope. And my dad uses this stuff for everything that, and like duct tape can solve anything. So like I always joke that my car was held together by duct tape and baling twine. Because it literally was. Um, There was a time when my battery stopped working. So my solution to that was to take a hammer and uh, pound on the battery terminals until it connected. Because the battery was fine. It was the terminals that were broken. Um, And they were like corroded and rusty. And (laughs) they just weren't quite getting connected all the time. And you'd have to pound on it to get them to to connect. And that was just not the right way to care for a car. Uh, my dad has never changed the oil in his cars. Never. Uh, he doesn't believe in it. He just adds more oil when it gets low. Um, so that's how I took care of my car. And then I met my husband who is very much into doing things the right way. The first time my husband, changes oils every 3,000 to 5,000 miles, depending on the vehicle. Uh, he uses the correct oil, even if it means different oil for every vehicle we have. Um, he replaces battery terminals when they get corroded and stop functioning properly. Um, my husband will drill a new hole to put a bolt through your, your bumper in order to get it to fit. Um, when my car got in a fender bender and I had to have a fender replaced, he did not go to the junkyard and do it himself with some ugly piece of, you know, fender that just isn't the right color. He, we paid to have it go to an, a very reputable, um, auto body shop where they replaced it and painted it and made sure it matched perfectly. Same blacks. Um, instead of like my first car that was red and then had a bright red hood and then a teal fender. (laughs) So it's very different the way my husband cares for cars versus the way my dad cares for cars. And here's where the metaphor for and why this matters to you, because this is not a car podcast. We don't talk cars here. We don't talk shop. Um, But why this is important for me to tell you is that I grew up with my dad, the way he took care of his cars is the same way I took care of myself. This was the example I was given. Fix it with what you've got instead of doing it the right way. Instead of doing it the last way, we put band-aids on things. We fix it with what we've got and we just keep going. And it's okay if it's ugly and it's just it functions. So it's fine. And so that's the way I took care of my mental health. I was constantly putting band-aids on and I was not doing preventative maintenance. I was just doing damage control. So I picture, I picture depression because I dealt with depression for like 15 years, um, like 12 years that I knew about it and wasn't actually fixed. Um, fixing anything. Like I was just really struggling the whole time. But I picture depression as being a pit. Like when I visualize depression, it's me just like slowly climbing or slipping into a pit of mud. And it's, you know, like, like eight feet deep. I can see the top, but I can't get out on my own. And so every time I would get depressed, I'd fall into that pit. I'd have to use what I got to build a ladder to get out. And what you have when you are depressed is much less than what you have when you are not. Because when you are in that pit, you are closed off to everything that is outside the pit. You've got to work with what you've got, Um, unless you're willing to holler and ask for help and get someone to bring you the tools that you need. um, I, for the most part, did not ask for help. My dad does not ask for help when it comes to fixing a car. He does it himself. And that's what I did with my mental health for so, so long. There was a lot of years I had never seen a therapist. Um, I was just putting band-aids on. I was just fixing it when it got its worst. So once my dad's car breaks down, once it runs out of gas, that's when we take care of it. Um, My dad's also the kind who always has his gas tank like running on empty. You know, he puts in 10 to 20 bucks at a time just to keep it from running out of gas. Whereas my husband likes to keep his tank full he'll put into 10 to 20 bucks at a time to top off the tank. Um, You see where I'm going with that, right? You see how that correlates? Um, So yeah, I was very much running on empty, constantly just building a ladder to get out of that pit once I was already there. I was breaking down all the time, um, just adding more oil, That's what I was doing, okay? And since I've met my husband and seen how he takes care of cars, I've changed my habits around my car and how I drive my car and how I care for my car. I have also in the past years changed my habits on how I care for myself and how I care for my mental health. Sometimes, yeah, you've got to pull out some baling twine and duct tape and put yourself together for now just to, you know, limp it to the next the next safe place, right? But now I'm not so much into building ladders to get out of the pit. It's been 12 years, or, sorry, not 12 years. That'd be cool. Um, it's been two years since I have gone into the pit of depression, whereas I was used to constantly going in as soon as I got out. It was a revolving door of depression for for 12 to 15 years for me, um, where I was, you know, in the pit more often than I was out of it. Um, like I couldn't go two weeks without getting depressed pretty much. And now here I am sitting here telling you it's been over two years. June 12th of 2020 was the last time I was truly in a depressive episode of wanting to take my own life. It was the worst day and the best day all at the same time, right? Right. Cause the worst day led into the best decision of my life to not end it, to instead realize I had everything I needed to live differently. I had everything I needed to not keep falling in that hole because when I'm outside the pit, I had everything I needed to build a bridge to cross it. I had everything I needed to watch my step and just sidestep and go around it. I didn't have to keep going in it just because that's where I felt safe, where I felt like I knew what was happening. Um, You know, I could hide from all my emotions down there. But when you hide from all your emotions, you hide from the good ones too. So many times I was just numb because I was hiding in that pit. That's where I felt safe. Um, That's where I was my only enemy, you know. But finding finding the wisdom and the courage to just get out and stay out has been literally life-changing, literally life-saving. And that's when I started really caring for my mental health the way my husband cares for a car. I started doing oil changes. I started seeking help when there was an issue I didn't know how to handle, whether that was researching it online or taking it to a mechanic, you know? um, talking to a friend. There's so many resources to help you with your mental health and your emotional health. And I think a lot of times we just think like either we're on our own or it's, you know, therapy, but it's not, there's so many things you can do. There's so many things you can learn. The internet is a huge place. Libraries exist. People have been writing about mental health for years. People have been talking about it for years. You just have to accept, accept the conversation, you know, you have to start listening instead of trying to do it on your own all the time. Or, you know, pretending like everything's fine until it's really, really not fine. And you're broken down on the side of the road and you got to turn your flashers on. Obviously you need help. Um, But yeah, there's just, there's something to be said about being preventative about your mental health, making it a priority. And it doesn't even have to be hard. It's not like my husband spends all his time on a car. I don't have to spend all my time on my mental health, but it's learning to listen when your engine just doesn't sound right. It's noticing the red flags when the check engine light comes on or, you know, the newer cars these days tell you when your tire pressure is low. Pay attention to those little flashing lights on your dash and you take care of them before you end up with a flat tire on the side of the road, before, you know, your car alerts you with a little light and then ding, when your gas is way too low. And it's like, hey, you got 30 miles in here. You better get to a gas station. Start making plans for that. And so you do. And instead of putting in five, $10 at a time, you fill your tank so that you don't have to keep going back to the gas station. You fill it. It's okay to top off your tank when it's not empty. When it just gets a little bit low, you can top it off, have it run farther. It's great to have a longer range, right? Sometimes you got to change the oil. It means you got to drain out all the dirty oil. You got to pull out that nasty old filter and put a new one in. Sometimes it's dirty work to do the inner work, to clean something out and replace it with something new and clean. You have to do that with your negative thinking. Pay attention. When you've got a thought that keeps rebounding back to you and it's telling you you're not enough, it's telling you you're really bad at this, it's telling you that, you know, you're not worthy of something in your life that you know you're meant for. Those kinds of thoughts, that's cruddy oil. Clean them out, replace your filter in your brain, fill it with new, clean, good thoughts. Have you ever looked at oil? Have you ever changed oil? When you pull the oil out that's dirty, it is black. Okay, I always knew that. I always thought all oil was black. Have you ever put oil in your car yourself? Have you ever watched it come out of the container? It's like this goldeny, clear yellow, like it's not black. I can't believe it turns black. It gets black from all the soot from being in your engine and, you know, hot, being under under heat for so long and everything. And it gets cruddy and dirty and dark. But when you put it in, it's not that way. When you put it in, it's really clean looking. Um, it's unbelievable if you've never seen clean oil versus cruddy old oil. Um Yeah, you've got to make a mental health a priority because it's a lot easier to care for a car that's in good condition because you've been caring for it and maintaining it than it is to repair something that you've allowed to break down and you just held it together with duct tape and bailing twine for years. It's harder. It's harder to make those repairs because there's more repairs. They're more extensive. It's more expensive. It takes more time, but it's worth it. You know, here's where the metaphor ends. At some point, you've got to throw away. You've, you've got to junk the old car and get a new one. Upgrade. No, that's not where the metaphor ends. The metaphor does not end there. Um, because you can take your whole mindset and scrap it. You can take what your life looks like right now, what it feels like right now, and send the whole thing to the junkyard and replace it with something totally new. You can do that. You can do a total overhaul on your brain, on your mind, on your life. You can decide right now today, the way I'm living my life right now is junk. It's garbage. It's gone. I'm not doing this anymore. Sit down, journal, plan out your perfect day. Plan out exactly what you want your life to look like and just do that. Just be that now. It sounds simple because it really is you have to believe it. You can have happiness. You can have your dream life. Everything you've ever wanted can be yours. You just have to believe in it. You can have happiness and peace and ease. Like it doesn't have to be hard all the time. Your brain is like a magnet. When you're constantly thinking life is so hard, you're going to attract hard things into your life. You're going to be too like fine-tuned, you're going to be attuned into noticing all the hard things because that's what you're looking for. That's what you believe is there. And when you shift it and you get grateful and you say, I have so many blessings in my life. I am living a dream life today. I have everything I need. When you start to say that, when you start to believe that, you start to see it. You start to see all the ways you're already living a dream life. Like, did you want to have kids? And now you have kids? That's a dream life. Did you want to live in a house? And now you live in a house? Dream life. All your past dreams have come true. Everything you really wanted to be, you've become. And it keeps going that way. (laughs) You will keep becoming everything you want to be if you believe it. And if you're grateful for where you are right now, in the process, that's how you get blessed with so much more. He who is trusted with little will be trusted with much. Gratitude is so important. It's so important. Friend, thank you so much for joining me here today for this episode. I hope I covered everything I needed to for you. I hope this metaphor is very well explained to you. Don't be the MacGyver of your mental health, okay? Sometimes it's great to be able to fix things with what you've got. Your mental health's not that way. Because guess what? You have access to so many things when it comes to your mental health. You have access to actual therapists that you can go see in person. Yeah, the wait list can be long. If you don't need a therapist, if you don't need to be diagnosed for a mental health or treated for mental health issues, if instead what you need is daily habits that um, daily habits that help promote mental health for you. If you need habits that are helping, if you need an outside look on your life to tell you, well, hey, why don't you think about this for a little while? How about you dream about this for a little while? How about you use these anti-anxiety habits and grounding techniques? If that's what you need, and there's super long wait lists for therapy, life coach. There are so many life coaches out there on the internet. It's so easy to find one. I'm one, I'm a mom life mentor same thing as life coach. All right. I can talk you through things. Um, what I can't do is I can't diagnose a mental illness and I can't treat a mental illness, but I can help you look at what your habits are. I can help you look at what your thoughts are. I can help you create new patterns for your life. A lot of people go to see therapy and what they really needed was a life coach. For most of the time, when I saw a therapist, what I really needed was a life coach. I needed someone to kick my butt into gear, to show me how it's done, to teach me a new way of living each day. I didn't need to be confronting my childhood traumas. I didn't need to know that I was depressed or anxious because every way to treat depression and anxiety is on the internet. There's no secrets that the therapists are holding from you that you can't find in a book and online. Did you know that? Like, it's great to have a therapist hold your hand and walk you through it when you're dealing with mental illness. But when those wait lists are long and you can't get in to see one, or if you're somehow convinced that you don't need one, there's other options. You can get what you need on the internet, from a life coach, from a friend. There's so many options to get what you need. There's in in books. Okay. How about Read all the books that your therapist read. Those are available at the library and on Amazon. You can get that information to yourself about the Gestalt method or, you know, Eric Erickson's stages of development or whatever. Like, you can learn all those things yourself if that's what you believe you need and you cannot get into a therapist. Just saying. There's better help. You can just text and email a therapist from your phone on BetterHelp. The wait lists aren't long on that one. Um, Talk to a friend. Join a support group. Go to the library. Google it. um, Get the Happy Mom Brain. (laughs) There's so many things you can do to help with your mental health. Um, Get the Everyday Joy Planner. Get literally anything from my Etsy shop. Um, There's so many products and they're under five bucks that will each help with some area of your life that makes you feel like you're going crazy. Um, listen to podcasts. There's tons of mental health podcasts. Um, And I can give you recommendations too. (laughs) There's just so many things you can do. Uh, Read your Bible. Journal. Go inward. Go for a walk out in nature and just get quiet. Don't take your phone with you. Go for a walk without your phone. Get quiet. Pay attention. Listen. Drink enough water. Get enough sleep. Those are the things you can do. Get grateful. Gratitude fixes literally everything. If you truly, truly get deep into gratitude, oh my goodness. It can change your whole life and your mindset. It really can. I'm going to leave you with that. I feel like this has turned into like a rant on supportive ways to help with your mental health. Okay. I got to go see what my kids are doing because they've been quiet for far too long. <laughs> Take care of my love. Feel free to reach out anytime. You can email me hello at Brittany Clarkson.com. I will get that mail. I will read it. I will reply to you. Um, if you're interested in mom life coaching, need any extra links to something I mentioned that I'm not linking below, let me know. I'm here to help. Resources. I will guide you I'd love to send you towards whatever is going to help you to, you know, break through the surface and bloom. I am here for you. I am so passionate about, about you finding your peace and happiness and joy and just transforming your life without actually changing anything in your life. You know, it all starts in your brain and it starts with your mindset and your perspective. And I love to see Women just stepping into their confidence and your purpose and just fulfilling your destiny because you realize you're exactly where you're supposed to be right now. And you're just shedding all those dead layers of yourself that don't need to be on you anymore. I love seeing that. Let me know your success stories. Email me about your victories. What have you learned, not even from me, what have you just learned in your life that has transformed the way you see everything. I want to know about that. Email me for real. Hello at Brittany Clarkson.com. That's B-R-I-T-T-N-I Clarkson, just like Kelly.com. All right. Thanks so much again for being here, friend. Thank you for listening to me. Your support means so much to me. If you're looking to thank me in any way, go on Apple podcasts, rate and review my show. That means so much to me. It really does. Like I get so excited and giddy and I even like cry a little bit when I get a reading and a review. Like I love hearing from you. I really do. Okay. Thanks so much friend. Bye. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode of I Get To. It really does mean the world to me to have you here. But are you ready to take this a step farther? check the description below this episode and grab the happy mom mindset mini guide. It's totally free to you. And it's not just for moms, by the way, then hop onto Instagram. Let me know what you thought about this episode, share your screenshot, tag me Britt Clarkson. And if any part of this has resonated with you, I so, so appreciate if you'd leave me a review and a rating on Apple podcasts. It really is just the only way podcasts get seen and then share this on social, text it to your bestie. You're part of a movement now. We're here to change the minds of moms everywhere. It doesn't have to be just this hard, hot mess thing anymore. We get to enjoy our lives, guys. Let's go.